Welcome in to Fantasy Unclean. I'm your host, Rich Fiddler, running remote today, but joined as always by Scott Robley and Frodo Carvel. Gentlemen, aside from the obvious, how are we doing this <laughs> evening? Um, I am doing great because I'm the only undefeated team in the AFC. Oh yeah, you're one of three. That's uh, true. Yeah. Dolphins are one of three undefeated teams right now. Two, because the, the Giants came back down to earth and sucked like usual. Oh right, yeah. they got beat by the Cowboys. They made the Cowboys look good. That's how bad they played. That's bad. That's real bad. That's real bad. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, no. Uh, real quick, uh, my dog died. Uh, and it was really sad, and uh, so that's why they're like, "Hey, besides the obvious, um, uh, my homie died. Uh, he's been—he's probably uh, besides my wife, uh, and besides Rick, he's probably my oldest friend. Um, not probably he is. And uh, for like the first time in my adult life, I don't have this dog uh, hanging out with me every day, and it's very sad. And um, I'm using uh, my fantasy football uh, as my like life saving, my life raft right now because not only did I win both of our main leagues, uh, but I got to beat Rick in uh, our 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 main main league, and that was really satisfying because uh, he had like the second highest points in the in the league, um, but had a had, you know just had that devastating loss to the highest point score that week in me. I, I... Just so you know, I went against the highest scoring in two out of my three leagues. <laughs> okay, that is the way. so so that actually brings up a pretty good. That's a pretty good little segue right into our opening topic, I guess. Uh, w- w- what do you do if you're own three? Like, like we're we're through the first part of the the first leg. We're getting close to waivers. Um, how do you bounce out of a? Uh, uh, a, a, a bad start, a, a, a one and two or an zero and three start. Well, I, I I I am zero and three in one league and one and two in my other two leagues. Uh, this is not abnormal for me. Uh, I I start slow every year and I tinker with my team until I put something together. The thing that's throwing me off is with the way like I normally am like majorly running on running back scoring, but with the way running backs have been this year, right? I don't know where to go. I mean, there's no. I mean, obviously there's there's fill in for injured players. You have. Jamal Williams filling in for uh, DeAndre Swift. You have Khalil Herbert filling in for uh, David Montgomery. And you have Alexander Madison filling in for Dalvin Cook. Two of those three could play. Yep. And it could be uh, it, it could be all three of those players play after this week. So it's really, there's no, and outside of that, there's no good running backs to pick up. Oh, not really. Like, there's nothing. There's nothing out there. Every every running back is underperforming in the grand scheme of things. Right. And this Outside is... of, I guess, Saquon Barkley because of where people got him. Right. The expectation versus the reality. Um, and right. uh, so, so he's the one that you're not super disappointed on. Um, the, uh, uh, I, I guess to your point, I mean, the, the, the benefit of being... 0 and 3 
is waiver priority, right? I mean, that's the whole point of having a waiver system is to uh, balance out the league. Now, if you have a fab, if you're one of those leagues that runs a fab, uh, this is the downside of the fab is now the guy that's 0-3 is in the exact same position as the guy that's 3-0 and in terms of waiver priority. So, Other than you still get waiver priority waiver priority if you offer the same amount right so it's the second right. it's the second place uh it's the tiebreaker uh between uh, uh between the highest bid so if everybody pushed all of their chips in you know everybody put 100 bucks in on uh you know khalil herbert if he's still out there um uh, uh the, the guy in last place is gonna get him um so that's that's the uh, that's the shitty part is you know, of a of a fab, is that the the balance there it, 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 there's less of a balance there than uh, than there would be in a standard draft league or in a standard league where waiver it's reverse order of standings where the guy in last place is first place on the waiver wire, and that's that's the guy that's gonna be looking for Khalil Herbert, gonna be looking for Jamal Williams. I mean, you know these. Um, but to your point, I guess is the waiver wire is your number one uh, target, right? Or your number one priority in terms of how to write your league, write your team. One of your teams is uh, has two bad beats on it already, right? Like yeah. that's bad. Like that's just bad luck. You're, you're you're high scoring, but you're playing the higher scorer of the week. That's terrible luck. But so so you don't have a lot of tweaking to do there. You just need the ball to bounce your way a little bit more. But in the other one, you need to you need to make some changes. So one way is the waiver wire. Another way is of course trading. And trading is such a smaller aspect in redraft leagues. Um, but in dynasty for sure, that's where you're really trying to, uh, trying to find something. Um, but, but redraft, how do you, how do you go about putting together a trade package for a redraft league? You gotta take one would be capital. If you have anyone who overperformed the, you know, the new hotness, try to move them for something steady because you're, you're, you're looking for someone that is going to average out so you can plan out some wins to start getting your players that maybe underperformed or hurt back. So, you know, by week six, maybe you're two and four instead of oh and six. Right, right. And uh, uh, this is where you really start looking at schedules as well. You start looking to trade for players. Me personally, one of my favorite tactics is to trade for players that are about to go on a bye week. Um because uh, the value to the other person is so low at that point because they know that they're getting an egg from that person this week. So uh, uh, by week, especially if sick. they've already gone on a bye week, right? What do you mean? Sorry. If if you are trading somebody, oh, that if your player that you are trying to trade away has already been on a bye week, and you're right. trading for a player that has a bye week coming up in the next two weeks, yep. You get to say, "Hey, you're getting a free week out of this player." Right, right, because because everybody else in the league only plays 17 games, uh, but you're but there's uh, uh, but you 
get to have a full 18-week schedule or whatever it is in terms of uh, fantasy football. Uh, so that's a huge tactic for me as we start approaching the uh, uh, the bye weeks, uh, which is, I think, what, week 6 through 12 is bye weeks? I think so. 14, yeah. okay. So... Um, yeah, so so that's a that's a big piece there. Uh, what else can you do in terms of your own three teams? Well, so like something that I've always gone for, um, which you start seeing after a few weeks, is uh, players that are getting like consistent work. Uh, okay. Maybe not being a top scoring player, yeah. but players that are getting a consistent work uh, and that's what I've always liked more than the boom bust players. And that's why once I can get my, my, my team into kind of a, a rhythm after that week, two, three, four area. Yeah. I can generally start laying my team out in a better way and I can play my bench players in certain spots based off of matchups and that sort of thing, because you start to see, you start to see, oh, this yeah. team's weak against tight ends, or this this team's weak against running backs. Well, uh, we now have enough data where we can start playing that a little bit, where you can start, where it's not just, do we have good players on defense, and do we have a good defensive coach like uh, Harbaugh? It, it's, it's more about this team in particular gives up a lot of... Uh, a lot of passes to the middle. So your slot receiver and your tight ends are going to be uh, uh, are going to be your targets for that for that team. And so that's that's the trick to streaming throughout this this next part of the uh, this next leg, right? As you try to climb out of your hole. Yeah. And especially like not paying attention to projected points and paying attention to matchups more than projected points because projected points mean literally nothing. It is a complete guess. It is, uh, and it's one of the worst things. I wish there wasn't anything there because you have players that will consistently be marked at like, uh, like Devonte Adams when he was yes. in his like prime playing with uh, with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He was projected like. 18, 19 points every week, yep. at least. Yep. And and if your player doesn't hit that, that kills your score. Kills your so overall you score. See, so yeah, your probability yeah, you goes down. You just see this big yeah. negative because of it, because somebody is projected so much. Whereas I like those players that are in that, that 13, 14, 15 point range, because... I may be a, I may be the underdog going into a game, but I, I I'm pretty sure my player that I'm putting in in place of that right. is, uh, is going to get some consistent points. Now, obviously, I'm not saying don't play Devonte Adams. Right. I'm right. saying, I'm saying, don't worry about your projected points because they're literally just a projection of what could happen. And and right, and right now, while your projected points is going to be a good barometer to how to automatically set your team you can uh like often what i'll do is i'll build my team out based on projected points and then i'll go back through and i'll sweep for matchups and that's when i'll bump a guy out that's at 12 points a projected 12 points for a guy that's projected eight points because i like the matchups better um or or uh, i should have done that this last week and i didn't and it bit me in the ass because i kept somebody in that was projected more points and the player that I didn't put in scored a touchdown, and DJ Moore did jack shit. Right. 
Uh, and Zeke is one of those guys that is always, for the last two years, every week, it's 15 to 20 points a week that he's projected, and he puts up 8 to 12. And then every once in a while, he'll put up a 20-point game. So, you know, the, the projected points is, is bullshit, and you have to just know uh, uh, that that is all that is is you got to think of those as a tier. Um, this is, uh, you know, your, your quarterbacks, all your quarterbacks that are hitting 20 points. Um, that's like tier three quarterback level tier uh, the guys that are projected 20 to 23, 24, that's tier two. And then the, the tier ones are the guys that are projected 24 and up, you know, things like that. But you, you can't just expect those points. You have to, uh, you have to be able to start playing your matchups and things like that. Um, and, and, and honestly, the, the same goes for if you're 3-0. and If you're 3-0, and you cannot sit back and just hope that the, that you're going to ride out this uh, the rest of the way. Um, you know, 3-0 and is, honestly, it's one of the harder spots to play because you're at the beginning of the season. You Now that you've got a couple of weeks in and you see how the landscape is shaping and you realize that your value, your your high-end blue chip running backs are not going to be performing the way that you were supposed that they were supposed to. That's where all your draft capital is. But you've got a couple of wins. You know, maybe maybe you're like me and and you're scoring a ton of points in one league, or maybe you're like me in another league, which is I'm not scoring a lot of points, but I'm still three and zero. So I don't have uh, a deep roster, but I also don't have waiver priority. So uh, that's mm-hmm. that's like. It's like the that's, hardest position. That's like to the go. worst place to be in. Exactly. When you've gotten lucky, yep. when you've gotten lucky to get your wins, and then you can't make any moves because you are at the very bottom of the waiver wire. So for those guys, um, often what I'm looking at for, for something like that is I'm looking, uh, uh, if you start 3-0, and your odds of making the playoffs are super high. So now what I start looking at is I start looking at players with good matchups in the playoff weeks. So instead of, you know, and then uh, it, figure if you catch if you catch 10 wins in the season and you start out 3-0, and now you've got to go another seven wins throughout. Or, and if you get another six or seven wins throughout the rest of this, the, the uh, uh, fantasy season, um, regular season, you're going to be in the playoffs, even if you're at the back end of the playoffs. But if you're able to actually uh, pick up some players, you can have... you can afford to to hurt your team in the short run mm-hmm. if it will benefit you in the long run. Absolutely, right. and I think it's an often underlooked at tactic in terms of people who are three and zero will often sit back and go this is fucking easy how come everybody's not doing like i'm doing and, and i personally have learned this lesson the hard way a number of times because i am the opposite of rich where i come out of the gate strong almost every year and then i'm clawing my way into the playoffs where rich is in like yeah. second place or first place by the time playoffs come around so uh, uh rich has always been an in-season just fucking dominating player um, I mean, I, how many how many years have we gone against each other week one? Yep. And before we even get to week one, I'm telling you congratulations on, on your week we one We don't victory. do week one bets. We never do week one bets no. because it's pointless. Ricky's going to lose. 
Um, he's like uh, he's like Sammy Watkins. Like he, he, he well, I guess the opposite of Sammy Watkins. He's absolutely dog shit for the first game, and then every other game, he's great. Sammy Watkins, yeah. awesome the first game, and now is uh, on IR. Um, so. Uh, speaking of injuries, what else we got? Uh, we've got a lot of injuries, actually, this, this week. Speaking of blue chip running backs, right? Yeah. yeah it was a rough uh, week for some of them. So, uh, Dalvin Cook is is still dealing with a torn labrum that he hasn't ever had repaired. Uh, but he's been dealing with it for a really long time, so he knows how to play through it. Is the labrum uh, the thing that just... hangs down in the back of your throat? Uh, no. No, okay. All right. <laughs> What's um, a vulva? But he can, yeah. yeah. Uh, he can just uh, wear his shoulder harness, hopefully, and be just fine. Okay, uh, yeah. I mean, that's what he did against Pittsburgh last year, and then he scored, he ran like 200 yards and two touchdowns Right, this last is the year. thing that, he, that keeps happening to him, right? Yeah. Dislocated again. Uh, Yeah, basically, yeah, he keeps dislocating his shoulders. And it's both shoulders, so that's fun. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, He basically turned into. Apparently, he doesn't need shoulders, so. (laughs) Yeah. He's, uh, I mean, who needs stuff to hold the ball? Right, exactly. He's dusty from Stranger Things. He's no collarbones anymore. He's just going to be. But that means he gets to slide right through those holes, man. Like, nobody can grab him because he just kind of slips on through like an octopus. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, David Montgomery also went down uh, ankle and knee. Um, He's going to miss a couple weeks, I think. Yeah, that's what we're hearing, right? So uh, Khalil Herbert has already been eating into his time um, and been looking good doing it. Uh, And we know from past experience that he can can run this with this offense just fine. And, he was and, great when David Montgomery was out last year. And let's not forget that during the uh, during the preseason, uh, the Bears uh, staff was talking about how they're not sure how David Montgomery is going to fit into this offense. Like, what the right. fuck, man? Like, it's David Montgomery. Cool. Well, na- now, now they're looking really smart. <laughs> Khalil Herbert is the only person I would want from the Bears. Only, only player. Yeah, uh, Justin Fields. Maybe as a uh, as a screamer from time to time, uh, if in, you need him. In desperation, because yep. he, he's not going to have any passing. Right, but he's going to get all the rushing. So uh, yeah. you figure if you can I, get I'd, two scores on the I'd, ground and... I'd rather try, try and grab Trevor Lawrence if he's still floating out there. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, who else is, uh, went down? Uh, DeAndre, DeAndre Swift. Swift. Yeah, what happened to him? Uh, looks, looks like, like it was an ankle and shoulder for the both ankle from the week before, shoulder for the new one. And Dan Campbell came up and said it'd be best. Probably he's gonna miss probably a couple weeks. Jamal, you saw Jamal Williams just absolutely go ham. He, he they love him there. He's a good running back, yeah. and um, he's been really if he's fun not to watch on a, uh, if he's not on a roster, he is number one to pick up. I think. You think you'd rather have uh, Jamal Williams over Khalil Herbert? Right now, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're at least doing something with the ball, uh, Scott. Just so you know, your your statement about making a flyer on Justin Fields from time to time. Yeah. Uh, his highest uh, weekly total mm-hmm. has been fourteen point six points. Oh, the next highest is eight. That's not Last crazy. week he had four point nine. 
I retract my previous statement. Um, His highest attempts has been 17 attempts in a game. Yeah, and before that, it was 11 and like 13 or something like that. Like, is, is this just Justin Fields? Yeah. Yeah, he said yeah. he's had two games with 17 attempts and two games with, or in one game with 11 attempts. Fuck, just dude. just in comparison, yeah. I mean, they're not the same, but uh, you know, Josh Allen had probably more passes in uh, in one game than the Bears do. Right. Right. All season. They, they almost had more first downs in the game against Miami than uh, the Bears do. I saw you, you sent me that video, and that's ridiculous. Yeah. Did, did you send it to Scott? Uh, I think so. If he did, I haven't seen it yet. But. It was a TikTok. It said, that, so through week three, the number one receiver in yardage is uh, Stefan Diggs. Number two is Jalen Waddle with like 390 yards. Number three is Tyree Kill. Number four, uh, who was it number four? I think Justin Jefferson or something like that. Number five was all of the Chicago Bears receivers combined. Wow. Like that's that's where wow. their offense falls in the list of top receivers. Receivers, yeah. That's fucking terrible, dude. Jesus, yeah. man. Do they just not trust him over there? I don't know. I don't, I don't know that they just... I just think they don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to make a playbook. I mean, when you're literally only attempting 17 passes in games that you are trailing... Right. Right. Uh, I mean, that's the biggest deal, right? Like, game you're never gonna, said that you're never gonna win a game. supposed to be in there. Game script just said that uh, 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 that Khalil Herbert should be in there getting all of these targets and getting all of these rushes and all of these attempts... And yet, mm-hmm. um, it's not yeah. happening. It's just not yeah. happening. Yeah. Nobody, nobody's, nobody's throwing the ball over there. Uh, it, it's yeah. full, full panic mode for it. If you're a Bears fan, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. there was promise going into the season. That's all dissolved. Like, okay, after the first game, just like you know, with the Niners, you couldn't really judge them because that's the thing. Trey Lance. That's the thing with everybody that was saying, oh, the, maybe the Bears are actually a good team. If you actually watched that game, the Bears played terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, like, it was not a good game in any way whatsoever. Right. So, it's like it's like it, saying that the, the Seahawks were good bad. when they beat Russell Wilson. Right. Look look back on it. And now, now we've all figured out that Russell Wilson and the Broncos, there's something going on over there. And because mm-hmm. um, Russell Wilson, as much shit as I love giving him right now, is a great fucking quarterback. So the fact that they're not able to put it together there seems like an absolute tragedy. Um, in all fairness, they are in first in the AFC West. Yeah, but <laughs> no way not in our hearts. There, yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> um, what's uh, 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 Michael Thomas? Speaking of panic, uh, Michael Thomas has turf toe. Um, so he's going to be out, uh, what, a couple of weeks at least? Uh, they're, 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 they're trying to say they, 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 they said toe injury, but from the sound of it, it sounded kind of like turf toe. Which, okay. if, have you guys ever spread? When I first was getting into football, I'm like, turf toe, like, stop being a giant pussy and get out there. And then I sprained my big toe. Right. That shit is no joke. Right. 
you know, like, they, you, you can walk, you cannot take off, you cannot yeah. give any force right. to it. Right. And right. and a lot of people uh, uh, that haven't been injured before, haven't been in, you know gravely injured before, don't know this, but sprains hurt more than broken bones. Obviously, I'm not talking about a fucking collarbone poking out your neck, but but you you, you break a foot and that hurts. But you can cast it up, you can do it, whatever, and 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 you can actually kind of play through that pain, especially if it's not a structural, uh, uh, you know, problem like you know a broken wrist might be, um, you know, uh, you know, you break that scaphoid bone in the middle of your wrist, and while it's a pain, it's not that big of a deal. Um, however, uh, a sprained wrist. It, it, it hurts like hell. A sprained ankle hurts like hell. A sprained foot, toe, is a serious problem for somebody who needs to make all of these uh, quick adjustments, uh, push off all the time. Um, yeah, so so uh, he's been a little bit of a darling so far uh, opening up the season with a couple of touchdowns, right? So it's kind of a bummer, but Chris Olave has come alive in the last two games. Okay. Yeah, except that the Saints offense has uh, that's it. Like they is Chris Olave. Yeah. 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 That's uh there that that's all that's another team that I had high expectations for. I didn't have Super Bowl aspirations for, but sort of like the Bears where I thought they were gonna be able to put together some stuff this year and then they just haven't been able to. Uh yeah. that, right. the Saints have been a little bit disappointing. Uh, Chargers are also beat to fucking shit, dude. Everybody's hurt over there. Is there anybody left? I mean, currently, Austin Eckler is not injured. Right. Correct. And that's it. Like, because Guyton just went out with the ACL. You have Mike Williams, who's just a ticking time bomb because he, you know, he jumps high. He always gets hurt, hard. at least throughout the season. Right. Josh Palmer and Gerald Everett are your most consistent, and Herbert is playing through the cartilage fracture. Or I have you guys realize he, he dropped back eighty percent of his of his of the snaps this week. Did the he most really? of any quarterback. Wow. In 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 week three, the dude with with broken cartilage in his chest. Was uh, like I, I, God damn, dude. Yeah, I don't know. So, so uh, um, is, is speaking of okay, go ahead. Uh, 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 is Keenan Allen back this week? Do we know? Uh, he let me see. Let me update on him. Yeah, he's starting to practice. One thing that will will help the the case for Chris Olave is that Michael Thomas and Landry got hurt in the game. So. That's going to push him his direction as yeah, well. Because there's, um, I mean, there's, I mean, even if they don't throw a lot, they still have to throw to somebody, and it's going to be Olave, who is really fast out there, running really well. Yeah. So I don't uh, know where Kamara's gone. He's, he's been, been almost non-existent. Right, right. It's sort of like the uh, uh, the Saquon Barkley of uh, last year and the year before, where even you know when when he wasn't injured, that is, um, where they just aren't utilizing him the way that they should be utilizing him. Right. Um, yeah. Um, he didn't cough, cough. on on a uh, on a different team, different note because you didn't really have a lot of Patriot fantasy options right. really starting on your team. But now you definitely don't want any of them because Mac Jones went down with a severe high ankle sprain. Looks like he, it looks like he, he, you just stabbed him by the the way he oh was. Oh my gosh! Like, like 
Like I know I just, I just went on this 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 little rant about sprains hurting more than broken bones. But dude, like he looked like somebody had just stolen his chocolate milk. Like he was <laughs> so sad, so upset. He was he just got your ice cream cone as a kid and it dropped off the cone and on the ground. Yes. Yep. And you lost your balloon at the same time. At the same time. And yet you still have to go on the uh, camping trip with your scout scout leader this weekend. Like, it's all bad news for you. So, uh, I don't know why. uh, There is some sort of emotional trigger, I think, for him. You know, okay, so a couple years ago, Luke Keekley got uh, got hit uh, coming across the middle, got that nasty concussion that had him just uncontrollably sobbing in the middle of the f- field, and nobody thought that he was a bitch because it's Luke Keekley. Matt Jones right. looked the exact same way, and I, I can't help it. He's a little bitch, man. That was terrible. Like, man up. That is not a, that is not a tough leader of, of your football team, man. I'd be very can you imagine can you imagine Cam Newton coming out there? Uh, getting that, that high ankle sprain and 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 looking like that. No, it's also bad. It's also bad when the team says that it'll be full, probably at most four weeks, and the player is saying no, it'll probably be six to eight weeks. God, he's just begging yeah. to go in, man. God, that's terrible. That's terrible. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so for the Chargers, they lost their left tackle too. Um, Joey Bosa's out for a and couple of weeks, and their center. So they're just—it's just all a mess over there. Um, speaking of, they, trying they've to currently team, lost five Pro Bowl players. So if which, you, which team? Chargers. The Chargers. Oh yeah, that 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 whole division, which looked so terrifying, has literally like. It, it, they that division has turned into Jurassic Park Dominion for me. Like it went from like <laughs> it looks gonna be fucking fantastic, and I can't watch it because it's a complete shit show. Because all of a sudden there's giant fucking grasshoppers, and like, no, nothing makes sense. Like you watch Hackett just fucking shit the bed and forget to call timeouts, and yeah. Raiders you watch Raiders all are looking of like the AFC Raiders. South. Yeah, yeah. AFC West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck, guys? Get your shit together. We yeah. invested a lot, a lot of our fantasy capital in your division, and you guys are dropping the fucking ball, literally. All right, get the fuck out of here. All right, uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's talk uh, this week. Do we have? Uh, uh, we, you got your games? Oh, I guess. Uh, what are we? Uh, 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 From last, last week, week, yeah. Yeah. yeah what? Do we, oh, uh, how do we do? So, uh, Frodo ended with nine. Scott Yeehaw. ended with eight. I ended with seven. Okay. So our current we our, our current totals through week three. I am sitting at twenty four. Frodo is sitting at twenty three. Scott is sitting at twenty two. All right, dude. Tight game so far. Good job, fellas. All so right. Frodo, that means you are picking your picks first this week. Okay. Uh, it is not a stretch. It is not a stretch for week four Thursday night game. It's who you are picking because Miami is playing. So I know you are picking Miami. Okay. Yes. Let's get into this. I did want to. Miami. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Nope, go ahead. 
Okay, Miami is going against Cincinnati. And currently, Cincinnati is four-point favorites. Just give me Dolphins every day of the week because, you know what, they say, you know, Tua has a bad, uh, is a, has it hurt back and Toronto Armstead has a toe, but they're, they're going to play. None of the major players are going to miss that game. It's a short week. They're, McDaniels just taught, watched his press conference today saying that they're doing everything they can for him to get out there. He's was a limited, would speculate a limited participant today. It's an important game. You want to go 4 0 because the Bills are playing the Ravens and have every chance of losing that game, too. You want to shut everyone up, and I think they're going to come out and, and play. They don't have to necessarily, like, you know, light the world on fire because what the Bengals have a hard time doing is stopping a pass rush. And the, the Dolphins, Dolphins got to Josh Allen, and they're a good offensive line a lot in that game. Yeah, I'm, w- I'm with don't... you here. Uh, Miami is going to own this game. And and I don't think, even with an injured Tua, I don't think that uh, the uh, Bengals have enough to stop both Waddle and Hill. Did you see that Hill, Hill's postgame? Was, he, was like, he was like, oh, Bengals? He was like, Eli, I owe you one. Like, he, he has a grudge against Eli Apple from the game last year at the end. Yeah. Like, they tw- Eli Apple tried to start some Twitter beef or something, and he wasn't having Hill was like, no, we're not going to do that. I'll just own it in the game. And then I was watching the press conference from Tua, and he's like, he's like honestly, he's like, he's like, if I see a single coverage on Hill, or, or he said 10, or on 17, he's like, if, if, if there's if they're going to show me single coverage and they're going to keep single coverage on ten, I'm going to ten. That's yeah. that that's not a, that's that's a no brainer. You put single coverage on Terry Kill, he's going to win ninety nine point nine percent of the time on that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think we're all taking the Dolphins here, right? Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, um, uh, I wouldn't feel comfortable starting a lot of the Bengals, except for maybe Jamar Chase and or like. Uh, 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 Joe Mixon. Oh, Mixon's Mixon's uh, hurt too. Mixon's hurt too. I didn't. I for, oh, completely that, forgot about that's that. That's what I was yeah. gonna say. Is is we got to talk about Joe Mixon? We forgot about him. I had him on my list. Yeah, I just so, skipped so right past him. P. P. Ryan. Uh, now I think Mixon's gonna play. So, but I mean, he could. I don't even know what his injury was. Uh, ankle, I believe it was, which he's had ankle injuries in the past, and. It, to the point where P. Ryan had a, quite a, a a substantial workload, snap count, and workload in that game. Yeah, yeah. So it could be a good week for P. Ryan, um, but I think the Bengals are going to be one three after this game. Could be. So uh, next up, we have the uh, first international game. We've got Minnesota. Uh, going against the uh, home team of New Orleans in London. So this is, uh, I think, an 8 a.m. or an 8.30 a.m. start time on the like East that, Coast. Yeah. It, is, it is a 6.30 a.m. start time. On the on the Pacific Coast? Yep. Yeah. I'm, so, yeah. I'm taking the Vikings here because it is the exact opposite of a primetime game, and Kirk Cousins is going to light this shit up. Like, there, there, there's yeah, not, almost no one's going to be watching I don't the think game. New Orleans... I don't think New Orleans has enough. I, I feel like this is going to be a good bounce back for Justin Jefferson in this one. Yeah. What's the spread right now? 
Minnesota two and a half. Yeah, give me Minnesota. Pretty tight. Um, yeah, Minnesota. I don't. I don't. I, yeah. I gotta make you ground on you guys, runs. but I can't. But I can't. I mean, you can. You can try and make ground up on this game. I'm, I'm fine with it. You're not gonna trap me here, homie. Uh, you get, you guys will get me. Don't worry. I'm gonna. I, I always go on more islands than you guys. But the island boy, the island boy. I think that's the problem. Is so far we've all been pretty equal on our islands. I know. You guys keep fucking me over, man. That's how I get ahead of you guys. <laughs> all right. So next up, we've got Cleveland going to Atlanta. Cleveland is one and a half point favorites. This is an interesting game because the Browns have played for decent. They should really be three and zero if they didn't just absolutely foobar the end of oh, the Jets game. Hey, just real quick, I don't want uh, sorry to interrupt, but uh, going back to the Vikings Saints game, this is you need to treat this effectively like a Thursday game where you got to put these guys in yep. your uh, in your non flex spots uh, if you can. Yep. So that way, they wake up and they're exactly because but when you wake up, they're already going to be halfway done with their game. So uh, so treat them like a Thursday night player. Have them set, but have them put in your uh, running back or your uh, wide receiver position, not in your flex if you can. Uh, all right. All right. Yeah, anyway, this sorry. game will pretty much be be over before all the morning games start. The early game right. slot Especially if you have questionable, like you know, you have Mixon or um, someone who's kind of borderline. Yeah. Just dead. Dead. Don't don't bank your your stuff on that. Have some flexibility. Yeah. So back to the the Falcons have played a lot better than I thought they were, would. They've been fairly competitive in most games mm-hmm. this season. Um, the Browns have too. The Browns really should be three and zero, but without you know, like I said, fucking up that last. But the last game. with the Falcons, with regard to the Falcons, they played New Orleans, the Rams, and Seattle, and um, all of Another those teams. Scary. Are have been uh, disappointments, save for Seattle, w- which can't be a disappointment when you expect them to go fucking five wins on a season. So, uh, right. but even, but even, but the Falcons were supposed to be one of those wins, right? So, so, uh, and, and they won. So, uh, well, what is the spread on this? Uh, Cleveland by one and a half, but wow. we do have to remember, we do have to remember here. Uh, Jadavian Clowney was out last week. Miles I don't know if he's going to be back this week. Miles Garrett is, I don't think, will play this week. So there's not much of a pass rush unless they've got a lot of backup players that are all of a sudden going to be stepping up for this team. I, I think they play the ball control with, with Chubb and Hunt. I, I'm going to take the Browns on this. Um, I think it's like going to be like by like three or it's going to be less than a touchdown, but I think they they, they they get a win by, like, a field goal. Like, you know, it'll be, like, yeah. 21, like 24-21 or something like that. Rick, who are you taking? Um, I'm tempted to take the Falcons here. I'm trying to see... How are they at? Uh, they are uh, in uh, Atlanta. Yeah, they're in Atlanta. I'm taking the Falcons. 
Yeah, I'm going to take the Falcons as well. I don't... I have bet against Cleveland every game this year, and I just don't want to go over them yet. <laughs> He's not ready I, I yet. Get to, I get to be on the island. There you go. First island boy, I think. Yes. All right. I just can't do it. I, I just can't. I can't. I, I can't root for them in any way whatsoever. Um. Next up, we've got a, a, another good game. Uh, we got Buffalo going against Baltimore. Oh fuck! What's, What's the over under on this game? game? Oh yeah, dude, that's gonna uh, be giant. I didn't actually even look at the over under. The uh, the the Bills are currently three point favorites. Oh god, this game is checking. so okay. I'm gonna take the Ravens. They're at home. Their defense isn't that good, but their offense is just fantastic. And the Bills are, are really beat up right now. Like, really, really, really beat up. Uh, they are. I, I think the Ravens are going to... This could be like... like Ravens might be the best team right now because of the Bills' defensive injuries. They lost offensive players. They lost defensive players. Lost more on there. Like, Dawson Knox got his, the shit wrung out of him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you see that? The over under is 52 points. Yeah, uh, that's what yeah. I'm going to. Um... This is, I think, the third time that Lamar Jackson has been a uh, an underdog at home, um, and I, I I'm with you, Frodo. I'm gonna take the Ravens. I like it. All right, I'm gonna take Buffalo. I'm taking Buffalo purely on the fact that the Ravens. Yes, uh, I I agree with what you are saying. Um. But the Ravens haven't been winning their games either by a lot yeah. or at all. At like, all. like obviously against the, uh, the against Miami. Yeah. I mean, they let Patriots score 26 points and they only scored 37. Patriots, I mean, the defense is okay, but they're not anything great. Nope. So to only have an 11 point game in that. The Bills are a much better team than the Patriots, even injured. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Buffalo. I just think it's their their offense can keep up. It's gonna be a shootout. That's why in in, in my parlay I took the over. Did you, uh, uh, fifty-one or fifty-two points? You said, yeah. No, yeah. It, it, when I when I bet it was fifty-one and a half. So. Yeah, that's what, uh, I that's what I looked at was uh, 51 and a half, but yeah. Yeah, currently it's at 52, so it's clearly gotten bet up a little bit. Yep. Um, next up, we've got the Washington Commanders. Commies. Going up against the Dallas Cowboys. The, uh, 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 oh, uh, fuck, I just forgot the kid's name. What's the, what's the quarterback's name? Cooper Rush. Cooper, Cooper Rush. Rush. Three and O. Cooper Rush. I mean, goddamn, dude. dude That's a start. Dallas is three point favorites. Um, ugh. I guess okay, say, I'm, ugh. I, I'm gonna take Commanders on this because I hate the Cowboys. Yeah. That's it. That's that's that's. I I, I really want to see Carson Wentz's face on. On that, the, the the meme, the cowboy meme. 
Mm-hmm. But I just, I, I just don't, I don't see the commanders beating them. As much as I wanted to, I don't know. It might be just a loss, but uh, I, I can't take the Cowboys. Ugh, I don't like this one, guys. Um, and if and no one else likes it either, unless you're Cowboys, it's pretty much. It's pretty much an even an even spread because Dallas is three point home favorite, so it's not like it's anything crazy. Why does it feel like we're barreling and, towards a push on this one? Like it, it's gonna be like Dallas is gonna win. Uh, 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 uh. Okay. And the uh, over under is forty one and a half. Right, I'll take Dallas on this, but I don't feel good about it. Oh, I don't either. I hate taking the Cowboys on anything. I know you do. You really do. You get that 49er blood in you, man. You bleed red. Just like, you know, the rest of us. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next up, I'm curious on this one. Uh, We've got Seattle traveling to Detroit. Detroit is four and a half point favorites. So I have to go first on this. Yeah. And when I bet it, the Lions were minus six, and I took the Lions because I don't think Geno Smith might have to start writing letters because I don't think they win this game. Um, would it change your mind if Drew Locke was starting? <laughs> I would take minus 10 if Drew Locke started. <laughs> it was so bad. But you beat Russell Wilson. Eh, we That's beat all that matters. Yeah. But then my dog hey, died, so fairness, at what cost, you know? In all, in all fairness, sacrifice that. Seattle is the only reason that Russell Wilson is not an undefeated team right now. Goddamn right. Goddamn right. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I appreciate He's, that. Uh, I, I reiterate, he is the quintessential just cringe. Like, if you look up a cringe in the dictionary, his it, face is Russell right Wilson. next to it. Because, I mean, he's just all over the board. And then, like, his play is not great. I know we're not talking about the Browns right now, but I was watching, um, uh, what's his name that came on the podcast? Yeah, um, uh, Jenkins. Jenkins, and he's breaking down. He's like, "Is it time to panic?" And it's like all these misthrows and underthrows and uncharacteristic stuff. He, he is hundred percent like he's playing like he did when he came back from his thumb injury, and just like bleh. right. And and you know we talked about the Russell Wilson and the Tyler Lockett uh, chemistry and how uh, and how important that was. And yet Tyler Lockett put himself up a couple of good games now. Um. Mm-hmm. So uh, with with Geno Smith, whatever. We're not talking about that. Um. So uh, uh, you said four point favorites, the Lions. Four and a half point. All right, I'll take Seahawks. I'll I'll I'll, I'll take them to lose by sure. less than four. Oh, this, I, I love whoever made this picture. I I, I need to get. I'd send them like I just send it to you guys. It's fucking plat, plat, crap. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, my fucking that's phone is great. across the room. I can't see it, dude. No, <laughs> uh, that's fine. So You'll enjoy that when you get off the pod. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you go ahead and take uh, Lions? 
Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking Detroit. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, next up, we've got the aforementioned uh, injury-prone Chargers. Yep. Going up against the Houston Texans. Chargers are currently five-point favorites. Oh, that gets wild, man. I I, I think I, I did place a bet on this. This was part of my parlay. Let me see here. See here. See here. Uh, was it? Or maybe I avoided it. Oh, I did avoid it. Um, it's hard to say because the Chargers did not look on paper. Chargers should destroy Houston. Yeah, and on both the out and they still on JC Jackson and it's five points. Yeah, Fuck. I'm gonna take Texans. I think they can keep it close. I don't think they win, but Texans plus five is. I don't feel proud of that pick. Mm-mm. No, you shouldn't. Uh, Rick, who are you taking? I'm taking Chargers. Uh, that's kind of what I wanted to do, but you went ahead and did it. Uh, yeah, let's put Frodo on an island. Fuck it. Fuck that guy. All right. Love you, bud. <laughs> uh, Frodo's now on an island in three different games. Yeah, he is. He's either going to be way ahead of us or... And Scott and I are each on a single island so far. Uh, next up, we've got oh, Tennessee man, traveling I'm on an island to with Seattle only. That sucks. Yep. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Tennessee traveling to Indianapolis. Indy is three point favorites. Ah. Oh wait, no, I'm not supposed oh, to take first. What is? This is one of those games where, like, you were just like, oh, this is going to be some fireworks. And how they're playing this year, it's like two blind guys trying to make their way down a... Well, because Indy shouldn't have won the game. Indy won that game based off of a bullshit call. And bad special teams. Yep. From the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, and, and Tennessee got a win. Who did they play? They'd be the Raiders. Which Raiders could have won. We don't don't know if the Raiders are just complete garbage or not. They're Um, 0-3. They're the only 0-3 team in the league. And the the Colts are what favorites? Uh, Three-point favorites. You know, the 1-1-1 Colts. Yeah, give me... uh, I'm going to take the Titans. God, I really oh, wish that the Colts weren't favorites. Right. <sighs> yeah. Gross, man. Um. The, the Colts just look bad. Jonathan Taylor can't do anything. That that O-line has changed from last year to this year. Yeah. Big oh, time. yeah. Yeah, yeah, big time. It's the most expensive, well, the Titans did. Say that again? What What are we talking yeah. about? The Titans lost uh, Taylor Lewan. Oh, yeah. Right. But I'm saying the Colts have the most expensive O-line in the league. Yep. Hmm. So, for what it's know. worth, though, Derrick Henry, they finally started using Derrick Henry, right? I mean, he got a bunch yeah. of carries. 
Uh, he had uh, 4.25 yards per carry. He finally got some targets. He had five catches for 58 yards. Um, I assume that they have decided that they like to play as Derrick Henry now. They, they've decided that they don't want to be Titans. They want to be the uh, Tennessee Derrick Henry. And it's then gone back to the Tennessee Derrick Henrys. Right, and, and, and it did snow in uh, Vermont, right? So the Yeti is back. Right. And uh, so, Derrick, I'm taking the Titans. All right, I'll go Justin on an Snow. island with the Colts. I think the defense can can do enough uh, that Matt Ryan won't completely fuck it all up. We'll see if that holds true or not, but... Yeah. I don't feel good about it, but I wouldn't feel good about going with the Titans either in this game. Right. It's just like, ugh. Um... Next up, we've got just a absolute juggernaut of a game with Chicago going up against the New York Giants. The New York Giants are three-point favorites. God. Um, I this game is going to be fucking ugly. I don't want to see any bit of this game. I, I, I 100% took the under on it, and it's not like even a high over-under. Um... Uh, is there oh, anything? The Giants to, are real what? Quick, I know that I know that I know that we talked about injuries already, but is there anything to Sterling Shepard? Does anybody care? That, no, um, you know, I, I didn't want any part of receiving core of the Giants to begin with. Right, right. I just thought that you know I mean, losing he was those the targets, primary target though, so and so those the targets bad, need to thing. shift to somebody else. Um, so that, yeah, they're gonna shift to Galladay, and he's gonna throw it on the ground every time it comes near him. Yeah, yeah. he'll cry about it, and then. Uh, I mean, I still want Saquon Barkley, right? I mean, uh, it, but that's yeah. about all you want, I think. Yeah, that's it. And, and uh, on the Chicago side, Khalil Herbert, and we're done talking about that game. Basically, yeah, you want the running backs in these games, and that's it. Um, I will take the Giants because I don't think Chicago can do much. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards taking the Giants as well here. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Giants too. I think we're all on the same page here. I think um, I think Dable is a better coach than whoever. Who went to the to the Bears? Uh, it's the uh, um, the guy. Uh, fuck, dude, why do you guys always do this to me? You guys ask me questions and then I just completely Everfluss. Who yeah. the fuck met Everfluss? He's the coach of the fucking uh, guys, you know. Where the fuck did he come from? Who has that name? That's horrible. <laughs> Actually, he looks like my, one of my finance guys. That's funny. Anyway, shout out to Toby Karn. What's up, dude? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, he was the a- AP assistant coach of the year. Uh, no, he wasn't. He was just nominated as such. He named his daughter Giada. <laughs> that matters at all giada yeah uh we're moving on now uh giada and grace that's i mean grace like that's a nice name but giada sounds like like, like something on a taco bell menu stop stop we've got the jacksonville jaguars so we don't know if it's a good team or not this will be the test going up against the uh, one of the remaining uh, undefeated teams. 
in the Philadelphia Eagles. What's the spread on Philly this? is six and a half point favorites. Philly looks like a complete team because they, 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 they win it they on really the defense do. too. Um, and Hurts just has that swagger. Um, but the Jaguars are fairly healthy and, and, and they've been impressive for what they are. But I'm going to take Philadelphia on this. I, I do, but the, the spread is a little... I'm going to take Philly. I think, it, I think I took the over on this game but I think Philly stays undefeated. Yeah, the six and a half is tough. That's but... six and a half. That's the that's the tough part there. It's it's simply the 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 spread there for me that's keeping me. I mean, Philly's gonna win. It's are they going to win by a touchdown? Yeah. Ugh, gross. Um. Yeah, I think they are. I'm gonna take Philly because I got a lot of shares of uh, Jalen Hurts, so uh, that, that's just where I'm going. I don't, I don't want to be on an island with uh, Jacksonville again. I've done it, I think, twice this year already, and I think that's enough for me. <laughs> that's, en- uh, that's enough for me. <laughs> I mean, home, it, it worked out. One, I mean, one of the weeks, I, it worked out. So, yeah, that's something. Yeah, I picked them against the Chargers based on the spread, and then they ended up winning. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Do it, man. Do it. Go on an island. Be on an island. All right, I'll go on an island. There you go. You taking Jacksonville? Yep. Crazy motherfucker from Jacksonville. I'm going to call you guys a bunch of fools when I'm right. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Scott, you're slacking now. I am now on three islands. Frodo is on three islands, and you have Seattle. Seattle. (laughs) Seattle. (laughs) Yep, you fucking do. Whatever. I'm drunk. (laughs) All right, we've got the New York Jets traveling to the powerhouse Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh is three and a half point favorites. Speaking of disappointing teams. Oh my God. I can't believe I'm going to do this right now. I'm going to take, what's the Jets spread? Uh, Pittsburgh is three and a half point favorites. Give me the Jets because I think the Jets offense is better than the Steelers. Now, I will say we do believe Zach Wilson will be the quarterback this week. Is it? Or is Flacco? Uh, I, everything I keep hearing is that he's going to come back in week four. I thought he had to be out until after week four. No, he didn't get put on IR. Uh, no, he, he, was, uh, he, he was kept off the pub list. Let me see here. Where do I have him? I have him in one of my dynasty leagues because I'm starting Flacco. Blech. I think um, he's starting Flacco. Coach expects week four return. That was one day, day ago. If he puts him in, I'm going to be pissed because... God damn it. Um, I, I don't know. Um, you know what? No, I, I'll go Pittsburgh. I'll give it to Pittsburgh's defense. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch it out a little Pittsburgh. Is uh, is Miko gonna play? Uh, I don't know, cause I, I, was it what was it knee? Was it knee or no? He he went into concussion protocol. Oh, he's probably gonna miss it. I'm guessing. Like he put himself in. Like it wasn't during the game. He got he got a pretty nasty. Did, uh, did he go into he, regular concussion protocol or did he go into Tua? Concussion protocol. No, he would have still been the rest of the play the rest of the season. Oh, okay. into a... No, and didn't he, you know the he got, time? He played. He played the rest of the game. Like he had no uh, effects. It wasn't until I want to say this morning that he started ha- noticing effects, like like concussion feeling. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm reading that he was evaluated after the game. Um, and I think it was probably like, you know, borderline. So then uh, when he reported to the team today, uh, that's probably when it was declared an official uh, concussion at that point. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm still. Um, uh, yeah, if I think. I want to say that if Flacco was playing, I would take the Jets, but I honestly don't know that I am. Um, I think I'd take the Steelers any, uh, regardless. I think it's the Steelers. You guys know how much I love the Steelers. Yes. I can't be on an island with Jacksonville and the Jets <laughs> back to back. All right. Welcome to Night right, Field. All, we're, we're all going for Pittsburgh because I'm not putting myself in that. Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh. Uh, we're either all wrong or we're all right, so I'll take, I'll, I'll take that. Right, right, we're even on that, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, we've got the uh, post beta launch Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Why does that matter, Ray? Right? Oh my God! Did you see Andy Holloway was talking about? It? He's like, yeah, we were playing some Warzone. And uh, waiting for uh, Kyle Murray to hop on with us. <laughs> uh, but we got the uh, Cardinals going to go up against the Panthers. Panthers are currently one and a half point favorites. Ooh. Um, the Panthers or Cardinals were one and a half point favorites? Carolina. Give me Carolina. I think I'm going to take Carolina here. Take the Cardinals. The reason why is because even though beta uh, the, um, tomorrow is uh, season five reloaded, and he's going to be unlocking some new guns. So oh, see, give me the Panthers. True. Yeah. See, yeah. and I think that he is going to have a contractually obligated study session during the time that uh, you know he's he would normally be playing Warzone. So uh, I, I think Kyler Murray is going to study up this time. You know get his juice box and his fruit snacks and he's going to go out there and do the hard work. I'm putting Scott on an island. What's up? Yes. NFC West Island. Yep. Uh, next up, we've got the uh, crybaby in New England not playing against the Green Bay Packers. 
Green Bay is 10-point favorites. Yeah. So, I, so I've got to go first. I took Green Bay minus 11. Give me Green Bay. Okay. Rick? I mean, Green Bay's going to win this game. It's just whether or not it's by 10 points. Yeah. I think it's going to be by more than 10 points. I'd take a 30-point. Right. Like, like, this is... Yeah. It's it, it's uh, uh, New England's defense is not good enough to slow them down completely. Uh, I, I it's got to be Green Bay, I think. Green Bay. Uh, next up, we've got the uh, Russell Wilson. Let's ride. Let's ride all the way to Las Vegas. Let's ride. And Las Vegas is two and a half point favorites. Yeah, suck it, Broncos. Give me Raiders. 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 They always play Broncos really tight. We have week one. Week one, I voted for the chart or for Vegas based on the spread. Then on week two, we all said the Raiders. Week three, we... Frodo and I said the the Raiders. So Scott's been the only one that hasn't been consistently on the Raiders for like the first time in forever. Right, I'm so fucking smart, but I'm going to take the Raiders this week. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just concerned if we all go Raiders, they're going to lose and be 0-4. Right. Do you think that they're going to be 0-4, though? No, I don't think that Denver can... The only thing is, Denver's defense is really fucking good. Okay, so how many games does Denver have to closely win or outright lose before uh, uh, before Hackett is fired? I bet Hackett will make it through the season. You think he's going to go through the season no matter what? So if they yeah, get so they're, if they're 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 two and one right now. If they make it to uh, two and six, you think he's still got a job? Yeah, I do. Two and ten. That's a lot of games to if lose. They in a win, yeah, if they win on a on a seven game losing streak at this point, okay, maybe. Yeah. But I just don't see that happening. Yeah. Yeah, especially if they clean up the mistakes that they've been making, like specifically the fucking clock management um, and play calling. Um, yeah, but I'm 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 on the Raiders here. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna back back. Uh, speaking of the Raiders, though, uh, what's that? Uh, what's that wide receiver's name that I like? That's uh, gonna be the guy this week. Good. Uh, yeah. Matt Collins. Matt Collins. Matt Collins. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Matt Collins. Matt Collins. Is, Matt Collins. Uh, Matt Collins. Uh, yeah. He's uh, 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 with Hunter Renfro out this last week. Uh, Matt Collins. Matt Collins. Good God. Uh, it had 10 targets, eight receptions for 158 yards. Went crazy. Plus, he had a touchdown. Um, but then, uh, but the week before that, he also had eight targets and five receptions. 
So I like the amount of targets that this guy is seeing on a week-to-week -week basis. Hunter Renfro might be back this week, so that obviously could take some some of the looks. Um, but uh, this kid is... Matt Collins is a bigger guy. He's yep. more downfield than, than yep. just slant. He usually played outside. 6'4", 220 pounds. This dude, uh, uh, you know... Uh, He's, he's going to be playing opposite of Devontae Adams, so maybe that's why he's been getting all these looks right now, is that Adams is the one. Uh, taking all the coverage. Taking yeah. all of the coverage. So now all of a sudden, Mac Hollins has got the, got the shits. So um, I like this kid a lot. I, uh, I, think, he'll, I think he'll be... Uh, again, you're looking at projected points. He's going to have 3.4 points. But if you're looking at his actual function i think he's gonna have a i think he's gonna have an awesome week this week that's, that's fair. fair uh next up we've got uh kansas city going to tampa bay kansas city is two point favorites i think the tampa bay still missing a lot of their stuff they don't look like the same same team um, I'm going to take the Chiefs because I believe in the Chiefs more than I do the current state of the box. Yeah, I mean, I feel like KC is going to win this game. Well, one thing I do have to say, the Chiefs do not look like the same Chiefs without Tyreek Hill. They try to say it all, but they do not look anywhere near as explosive as they did before. Week one, they look pretty good. So I think if they can just get into a groove, I think they can be fine. It's just, it's just whether or not they can get back into that groove and and be able to move the ball all around the field. Yeah, big if. It's you just don't know. So uh, Frodo, you took uh, your Tom Brady's. No, I took uh, my Mahomes. Okay, so I'll, I'll I'll take I'll take Tampa Bay then. I'll go on an island here with uh, the Tom Brady Buccaneers. This is gonna be a good game. What uh, is this? Is this Sunday night game? Sunday night, Sunday game. night game. Yeah, this will be a fun game. Oh, I guess the other thing that we do have to make mention about is this is supposed to be in Tampa Bay, but Hurricane Hurricane Ian is about to uh, 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 teabag everybody in Florida. Yup, sweaty ballsack. Uh, yeah. So it's not known where this game is going to be played at yet uh there's talk of it being in minnesota um it could also be in tennessee uh so it'll be somewhere else outside of tampa bay at this point they're not uh tampa bay is currently playing in my or practicing in miami so yeah yeah and uh they're not gonna they're not gonna uh uh take it back and make this a kansas city home game you know, that's that's nope. not the way that it works. Will, it so, will not be played in Kansas City. That's the one city you know that it's not going to be played in. Um, so uh, it, it, it'll be a neutral field uh, is, yep. is the point. Um, so, yep. yeah. And then uh, Monday Night Football. We've got the Los Angeles Rams traveling to San Francisco. San Francisco is two and a half point favorites. This is, uh, this is one where uh, the spread was a little bit surprising when we first looked at it, uh, but then when you start to peel away the layers, it's uh, the lure of 
of the Rams, uh, plus the recent shittiness of Jimmy Garoppolo in this last game. And to his credit, um, apparently he wasn't given a playbook even uh, this year until uh, last week, but uh, doesn't matter. It's the same... Most the, the playbooks book that he's been playing. The playbooks for. don't make up for the fact that he missed completely. Didn't even look in Debo's direction when he was wide the fuck open. Yep. Uh, it doesn't change the fact that he overthrows everybody he ever fucking throws to, right, or yes. throws it behind him that then causes a uh, interception, or you know, I don't know, fucking steps out of bounds and causes a safety. Hey, None of that was not having the playbook. I'm also like something that um, uh, uh, was really upsetting to me, just aesthetically speaking, was how how smiley he was after the game. Fucking pissed drove, me off. Drove me nuts, man. Like, like you just lost a game. At least act a, a little bit. Um, I didn't it. play in the game, and I was more pissed off than he was. Right, and and maybe this is the fact that maybe he's pissed at San Francisco for fucking hosing him. But um, you're auditioning for your next job right now. Don't be happy that you guys lost. Um, and uh, uh, okay, so Trent Williams also went down. Um, in this game, which is a big deal moving forward, specifically with regard yeah. to um, George Kittle, uh, because Kittle, this was Kittle's first game back, and while I was hoping for a lot more from him, from a uh, Jimmy Garoppolo Kittle connection, um, it, it actually ended up being he was on blocking duty most of the time because Trent Williams went down. So um, I, I and because Kittle is such a fucking good blocker. That's all they can use him as. Right, right. Um, he's also a really good receiver, though, so I feel like they should use him for that, too. That's why I traded for him. I agree. I, I fully agree. So, uh, two and a half points. So, at, at uh, on the surface, two and a half points seems like that's crazy that San Francisco is even uh, a, 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 a favorite in this. But at the same time, the Rams have not been great, right? I mean, no, they haven't. Uh, this is this is one of the more disappointing teams in uh, in the league. So um, they get stomped by the Bills. They barely beat who was their week two? Uh, week two, well, Atlanta. Atlanta. Yep. And uh, they didn't beat them by a crazy amount. Nope. Atlanta almost came back in that game, uh-huh. and then they didn't destroy the Cardinals last week, and they should have. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know, if you're a Cooper Cup owner, you were kind of kind of upset about this last week's game, um, it, it, except he saved you with some rushing. Um, he had a rushing yeah. uh, twenty yard rush for a touchdown. Other than that, he was only targeted six times uh, for forty four yards, uh, four receptions for forty four yards. Um, so obviously, Cooper Cup's awesome. You're not worried about that, but uh, in terms of uh, actual fantasy production, uh, he saved you with that rush. Um, yeah. Uh, Rich, I assume you're taking the 49ers, right? I am. Frodo, who are you going to take? Uh, that should have been the first one, but I'm going to go with Niners. Yeah, but we knew Rich was going to take the 49ers, so it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like me saying that you were going to take Miami. Yeah. Right. Uh, I am, uh, I'm going to take the Rams. Yeah. 
You are the West Coast Island. I am the West Coast Island. Honestly, I swear to God, that was why I picked the Rams. I wanted to be consistent. I wanted to be on one more island. I was looking at the schedule. I was like, that's the one I want to be on. I'm going to be on that island. Uh, here we go. Let's roll. Let's ride. Uh, you uh, you are on an island for th oh well you kind of fucked it up I did uh, because you also took Tampa Bay sure did so you are on a, you you are on a West Coast island and Tom Brady's nuts <laughs> yes I am yeah <laughs> uh, yeah that's it that, that's all the games I'm the reason why they're having marital troubles. Hey, so let me ask you guys this. Okay, so this came across my radar this last week, and I was wondering. This is this was this was a big deal to me. Um, what's your take on a trade capital on trade capital that's outside the league? So, for example, one, you uh, somebody pays you cold hard cash for one of your players, or you know, Whatever, you know, uh, uh, there's, uh, you know, I'm going to trade you this guy for this guy, plus I'll flip you 20 bucks. What's your take on that? Is that allowed? Is that not allowed? Or is that just sort of a, a, a baseball unwritten rule that you don't do that? That's a, that's a difficult one because that's almost. It's not quite collusion. But it's, it's not, not quite collusion. Uh, I don't know. Because it's kind of that gray area there. Like, you're, you're, you're getting capital in return. If you want to make that sacrifice, okay. But it benefits you. It didn't benefit your team, but it benefited the manager. Right. I feel like that's something that needs to be, like, discussed in, like, per league. To, like, make sure that everybody in the league is okay with it prior to it being discussed uh, for a trade or, or like if it is discussed in a trade it needs to be brought up to the league before a trade is completed. Right, so like right now, if you guys saw Cooper Cup get traded for Tyler Boyd that would have to be It have to be noted in the chat like I am trading Cooper Cup and Ty for Tyler Boyd and also $100 cash to blah 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 and as somebody looking in on that league, how like how does that how do you how do you how do you how do you react to that? Say that well, your league hasn't had that conversation yet, because in all of our leagues we have not we had this had it. We, we have not had this conversation out loud, and um and and yet I've had a couple of trades that have come across my path where somebody has offered me. Uh, an outside collateral. I don't think it's collusion because it's it's as long as it's as, as long as it's noted to the league. Like Brandon was really close to wanting to give me a hundred bucks for just for Debo. If he's like, hey, I'll give you a hundred bucks for Debo Samuels. Fuck yeah, I'm taking a hundred bucks for Debo Samuels. Right, right. So it just has to be communicated to the league. It can't be like. Oh yeah, we thought it was fair, but it has to be like noted somewhere in. So let's extrapolate that out there then. So now he's paid a hundred dollars for Debo Samuel, and then he played. Is that it? That, that was in Dynasty, right? Yes. So, so and now, so and then he goes and he makes another fifty dollar 
uh, purchase of, you know, I don't know, Patrick Mahomes and uh, uh, George Kittle. Um, and then he goes and he spends another $100 on, I don't know, uh, Justin Jefferson. Um, and basically, low, you know, you fast forward over a couple of months or even, you know, two or three seasons on, a same, on the same dynasty team. And now all of a sudden he has purchased himself a number one contending team um, through through cash purposes. I'm broke as fuck. Like I, I can't compete with that. I'm now all of a sudden I'm the <laughs> Oakland A's against the fucking New York Yankees. Like that. Right. It would have to. That be... would ruin the game for me, and I would leave that league. So yeah. if I would leave it at that point, then at what point is is it acceptable? That's my that that's what I'm getting at. So let me let me um... throw one more wrench into this. What about? A cross league trade. So I'm gonna give you Saquon Barkley and Tyler Boyd in this league, and That's you give me at that point. and you give me Cooper Cup in the other league. No, I, it has to be only for this one league. Otherwise, that exclusion, I think that would be illegal. I'd never go for it. It has to be self-contained in one league. I can't trade you because everyone else is not in that same league. I'm gonna trade this guy for a kickback in another. No, fuck that shit. Rick, what's your take? It doesn't seem that I, far. It doesn't seem that far off to me than taking cash. And it's not. I don't know. That's that's such a gray area, though. When you're talking, can I tell you why I, mean, I think it's a gray area for you guys? Because it feels wrong, but it's not technically wrong. And that's like, that's like, uh, 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 what did Congress say? They said you, you can't define porn, but when you see it, you know it. Like, that's what, that's what, that's what we've got going on here. Is we know it's collusion. We know that it's should be against the rules, but it's not technically against the rules. Yeah. Um, I I think it's one of those things. It's just when you're when you're talking about something like this, it's like. It's in a league where where money is paid up front, like that's the end of it. You're trying to win the money at the end, right? So having an opportunity to just buy your way through it just seems like a seems like it shouldn't be allowed. I think I agree with you, um, and yet. Weirdly enough, I think that a cross-league trade seems better, except, uh, to me, I don't like I don't like either of them. But the cross-league trade seems like a more um, gentlemanly uh, proposal, assuming that it is, in fact, across, uh, good across, it's beneficial for all teams. Meaning, meaning right. the, 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 the problem is, is when you're trading... When you're trading uh, uh, a blue chip, when you've got a shitty team trading their only good player in one league yeah. and to uh, uh, to a different player in that league, and then in the other league, they're getting a really good player from a really shitty team. Now, all of a sudden, again, you're fucking with the balance of the game. This whole system is built on equity, 
and you start fucking with that balance and it's wrong. I it's it's it I don't think that it should be allowed. I don't think outside yeah. if you got fab, if you have players, um, and if you have in dynasty trade picks, those are the only things that should be um uh, uh, uh commodities uh in this right. in, in this thing uh in 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 these trades uh, uh however uh you know maybe uh, uh maybe a punishment bet could also be in play like uh uh you know i'll i'll let you shoot me 10 times with the paintball gun um to maybe balance out that i don't know maybe that would work but but uh, yeah that would be that would be different because that's like a purely uh, I don't know that again it's kind of that same type of gray area right right so it feels wrong right it does on the like, surface I get it. on the surface it, I can see it being okay if like say it's like a good like even trade like hey I really want um say example someone wanted someone had Terry kill I really wanted Terry kill and I get a good offer and they still don't want to break him loose. I'm like, I go, it's a fucking straight up, like it's an even trade, both which ways. Same the same trade that, that, that you and I had, Scott. And I'm like, I really want him. I'll fucking give you 50 bucks, but it's a fair trade. That, could that be okay? Like, cause I mean, that's like, that's think pushing that over the edge a little bit, even though it's not like blatant. Like just Here's purchasing what I a player. Say, I would say that if we're going to do uh, a cash offer trade that there needs to be two other components to it. Number one, you have to get 80% approval from the league. And number two, there has to be a certain percentage that goes to the pot. If there's any cash exchange, there has to be a certain per- percentage. And it can't just be, you know, if it's, if, if, if the, if it's $10, uh, a minimum of $10 goes to the winner. That can't be the case because, you just loaded the pot for yourself theoretically. So it has to be a $10 additional tax goes to, uh, you know, the, the loser's pool. No, that wouldn't even work. Cause then that's going to help the other guy. Right? Like I, it's, it's complicated. It feels wrong. I don't like it. I don't think you should be allowed at all. Yeah. Oh, I think it just, I think it just complicated. What'd I think you it say? just complicates things. More I said you missed the boat when I was trying to get Terry Hill. I know, right? Yeah, it just complicates, and things really don't come across like that. I don't think that's something that'll even naturally come across often. It's just something that I was arose. looking at trying to make a a good balanced cross league trade, um, and and uh, it it. it even just putting it together i felt gross about it so i was like that's what that's what put together this put this thought in my mind is i remember that that brandon was talking about paying cash for a player and um and then and then i I I was thinking about putting together a a cross league trade but i was like that's it just feels wrong especially when you're talking dynasty you know when you're mixing formats and when you're mixing you know bad team and a good team and yeah, yeah it gets too messy i think same league whatever your commodities are in that league that's what you can trade fair enough yeah i agree okay all right so uh we uh uh that is it for us for uh week three uh 
recap and um right because we just had week three football right yeah so uh week four um is gonna be uh, uh i'm i'm really excited about the uh the 49ers game honestly like that's the one i'm i'm looking forward to most because uh i i think the implications of what uh jimmy g is gonna do uh, is gonna be huge this week like how is he gonna I, come out and play i, I agree so if, um, it, if it looks the same as last week, I'm 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 gonna be sad. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, can we all just remember that you guys wanted this two weeks ago? Not you personally, but your 49er fans, your 49er faithful, your your bang bang Niner gang. Like you guys all wanted this. Uh, uh, that y'all wanted uh, uh, Jimmy G back on your team as a starter. Yep. But but now you got him. Good luck, guys. All right, so we will see you guys uh, next week, all right? Peace. Peace out. Later.